Welcome to Muse Views, the podcast for the Muse community about the Muse community. Muse is a nonprofit education networking group for users of the Meditech electronic health record system. Here on our podcast, we chat with healthcare IT folks about ideas, opportunities, strategies, and solutions to improve work life experiences and share views you can use. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, TJ Temple. Thank you for joining us today. Today on the podcast, I'm pleased to welcome an important member of the Muse team. Alicia Roberts serves as the Director of Marketing and Education at Muse and has been with the organization for an impressive 17 years. You may recognize her voice from the many webinars she helps to facilitate, or perhaps you have had the pleasure of meeting with her at one of the in-person events that she helps organize and coordinate. I'm excited for Alicia to share with us today all the exciting things Muse has going on and the many ways the Muse community can participate and learn from one another. Please join me in welcoming to the podcast, Alicia Roberts. Alicia, welcome. Thank you, TJ. So Alicia, tell us a little bit more in detail about your position there at Muse and kind of what makes up a typical day for you and how you help the organization move things along. All right. Well, first of all, thank you for that lovely intro. I hope I can live up to that. You made me sound better than I think that I am, but (laughs) thank you for that. Sure. So my role at Muse is really, it's always evolving. I kind of have several things that are always the same that remain the same, but looking for new opportunities for the organization to make sure that we're meeting member needs, commercial member and facility member needs. I would say that that's the key component of my job. So whether those needs are educational gaps that we have or advertising for our commercial members, that's the thing that I start my day with each day is what do we need that we don't have? What is a program? What is a service? Is there anywhere that we're missing that our membership could use Muse for, again, education, any other needs we're missing? So then the way that that translates into what you see as membership webinars. So a typical webinar for me starts with recruiting the webinar. Maybe we've heard about a particular implementation, upgrade, issue, success at a facility, and I will reach out to that facility, someone at the facility, and try to convince them, persuade them to offer a webinar and share with their Muse peers, share their story, really, share their experiences. Building relationships, I spend a good part of my day doing that, getting to know people that will be working together on different projects, different webinars, things like that. And then the actual building of a webinar. And a lot of that is just technical and logistical and a little bit boring as far as description of what that is. But that's, you know, working within my my platform, which is GoToWebinar, setting up all the technical components of a webinar, working with my Muse coworkers and, of course, Alan, making sure that everything looks the way it should look on the user end sending out promotions. So I write a lot of the promotions that go out, a lot of the announcements. I work with Brett closely to make sure that when it appears on the website, that it looks the way that it should look. We have all the details, all the components of that communicated effectively. And again, most days I am either working maybe to go back and edit something with a webinar or actually run in a live webinar. For example, this week, I think that we have had Let's see. Tuesday, we had two webinars. I don't think we have any more this week, but a typical week, I would run about two, maybe three live webinars. 
So again, TJ mentioned you might recognize my voice. I host most of the webinars that we create and publish. So yeah, I spend a lot of my time doing that. Yeah, Alicia, it sounds like you've got a lot to, to keep you busy and an important role in making sure education gets out to the users and working with commercial members to get everything lined up and, and ready for the Muse community to consume. So let's let's talk a little bit about the recent Muse Inspire conference. So we were back in person, which is a, a nice welcoming change from you know having to be remote for a while and and doing everything over over the web. So from your perspective and you know the inside track from a Muse staff member, tell us how you felt the conference went this year and you know what was different and what was new and just kind of your overall feeling of that conference. For me and probably for many people, it was so exciting to actually get back in person, but it was really nerve wracking because we didn't know what to expect. The way things have gone the last few years, we didn't know if we'd get there and, and no one would be there. Something might derail the conference. We weren't sure. Were, were we going to get a lot of presentations submitted? What was it going to look like? So a lot of nerves went into the planning, but actually arriving on site, oh, the energy was just so amazing. Everyone was so happy again. I know Muse has been described a lot as a family reunion. I've heard people say that, that we've got a real, you know, a, just a close-knit family reunion feel. Yeah. But this one was even more so because it had been three years since we had actually had an in-person conference. So to come back together after that long, it was fantastic. It was so rewarding, again, on my end, for all the planning, consideration, everything that went into it. It was great. It was wonderful. One of the highlights of my year this year, for sure, was being there on site at the conference. Great. I know it wasn't like a record-breaking attendance, but you know, still with some COVID things going on, we had good attendance and Meditech was actually out in a strong fashion on the vendor floor and giving the keynote and all those things. So that was exciting. Oh, yes, for sure. Yeah. Again, attendance, it was higher than what I thought it would be. So it exceeded my expectations. And that was fantastic. You mentioned Meditech. Yes, they were there. I saw them all throughout the conference. One thing that I'll put a little plug in here for, we recorded a lot of interviews and we're calling those our micro learning videos. So Meditech participated in some of those too. And we should be publishing those very soon on the resources section on our website. So watch for those. That's something we did there at the conference in person. I'm really excited for those to be published. Awesome. That's great. Great to hear. So that's a good segue, Alicia, into kind of all the different things that Muse has to offer. So, you know, we've you've talked about the webinars and you've talked about the in-person conference, which is, you know, once a year, but there's much more under the hood, if you will, to Muse that they have to offer. So talk about the other opportunities for organizations and, and members to be involved both in person and virtual offerings. And, you know, you might mention the forum and just wherever you want to take it. All right. Well, I'm going to start with our in-person offerings because we've been so overwhelmed with virtual world for a while. So I'm going to jump right into that. So, of course, we have the Inspire Conference, which that's our, our big show we have once a year. But something that we're particularly proud of and we feel that is just a huge benefit to the membership, and that's our community peer groups, or CPGs, as you might see them referenced on communications or the website. So what a community peer group is, is it's a group of people who come together with a shared interest, whether that's based geographically or on a topic. It doesn't matter. We've hosted those for various platforms, if you will. 
And we have one coming up that I'll just use as an example for this purpose. So we have one coming up in Ontario. We call it our Muse On Community Peer Group, Muse Ontario. And it's a group of Meditech users, Muse members in Ontario. And they're going to get together for one day, one and a half days. And we're meeting at a community center because we're still sort of not back in the hospital <laughs> open rain type of sure. situation yet. So we're going to sure. meet, meet at a community center and we're going to come and discuss what's going on, what's new in Ontario, go through several different topics, maybe talk about Expanse 2.2. And we'll have commercial members there as well to support the program, learn and, and share. But that's what a community peer group is. It's all about sharing and connecting and, and coming together. Again, this one is in person. It will be October 5th and 6th, right outside of Toronto, Ontario. We are working to build one in Ohio. So Ohio users will come together, just very similar to this one. Stand by for that date. We're still nailing that down. We've got them all over the country and in Canada. We did a few of them virtually, specifically our Kentucky group. We were able to do that virtually the last few years, but we are looking forward to being in person again with these community peer groups. So you can, again, watch your email. But the beauty of that, we have so much flexibility in the way that we build our programs and the way that we create and develop opportunities within Muse. If you don't have one in your area or there's not one close to you, you don't really know what a community peer group is, this is a perfect opportunity. You can just come to anyone at Muse or our education committee, our commercial member committee, and say, you know what, I would really like to have one of these programs. How do I do that? What can we do? I think I've got this idea that would work well. What can I do? And that is music to my ears. That's one of my favorite things to hear <laughs> as a Muse staff member is yeah. one of our facility or commercial members to have an idea because that's the way we've developed really all of our programs that we have at Muse started with an idea. Yeah, that's great. And we had, I participated in a community peer group a while back, you know, called Making It. And it was like a five state deal. So, you know, it, yeah. if in these rural areas that you may not have a lot of hospitals near you or whatever, you know, it can be as broad or as narrow as you want it to be. And it ends up being kind of a, a mini Muse Inspire conference that has some specific topics and is related to things going on in those areas of the country. So it's a really neat, neat opportunity to participate in and a, and a great way to network with peers in your area. And just an overall great experience from from my perspective. Exactly, TJ. And the beauty of this, too, is I know so many hospitals now, budgets are not anywhere close to what they used to be. And so these are really cost effective. First of all, it doesn't always require an overnight stay at a hotel. In fact, it usually doesn't because most of the time, wherever it's going to be, it's driving distance for folks locally. And so it, it really cuts the cost there. So attendance too, we really don't ever have a registration fee with these types of events. And so that's wonderful. You don't have to plan a whole lot of time away from the office either. It's usually just one day, maybe a half day. Mm -hmm. So it accommodates lots of people within the hospital. And it's again, not like the International or the Inspire Conference where maybe only one or two people go or you have to alternate years. This is a lot easier to get more of your staff there, more people to participate in the program. It meets a lot of needs, really. Yeah, great point. Great point. Good. 
Let's talk about some other offerings that Muse offers. Okay, well, you mentioned the forum and that is just booming right now. So what the forum, if you have not had a chance to look at our Muse community forum, you set up your your user information and your password within the Muse website. So it's all hosted on the Muse website. And it's a discussion board, but a little bit more than that because people do come together and really it's called a community because it is exactly that. While it is virtual and online, people are starting to connect and build relationships. So you can go there and post questions, answer questions, post ideas. We've got all sorts of different breakdowns within the forum where you can find your group, so to speak, whether again, that that's topic-based or geographical. It's really a community online where you can come together and find answers for whatever you're looking for or just share what's going on and see if anyone else is in the same situation. So if you have not checked out the virtual community yet, I really encourage you to do that. I'm sure you will find something there that applies to you or maybe somewhere that you can help someone else with what they're dealing with. Absolutely. It's been a real benefit to the Muse community. You know, we've kind of suffered in usage there for years on that forum because there were some other kind of competing things out there, the Meditech L and some stuff like that. But it's really picked up and it's really taken off. I think, you know, the redesign of the website helped that a lot. But I used it, I don't know, four or five times this week, not only making a couple of posts, asking questions for for some things I'm working on. And I responded to a couple of things that I knew about. And then I used the search feature as well. And then I can find something from, you know, two years ago that someone put out there that is the exact answer I need for the situation I'm in. So it's a really wonderful benefit to the organization and a great way to interact, not real time necessarily. You can check it at the end of the day, or you can even set it up to where you get a summary of, you know, what's going on in the forums into your mailbox every day, which is a great thing to, to have and pay attention to as well. So. Oh yeah, certainly. And I'll just tack on to that. Again, it's not really even just for our facility members, but commercial members are welcome to participate as well. And if you've noticed, there are plenty of advertising opportunities within the forum. So if you're looking, if you're a commercial member and you're looking for ways to get out there in front of the audience, in front of the Muse community, that is a fantastic way that you can establish your brand or, you know, bring some recognition to your organization and kind of showcase your partnership with Muse as well. So check that out too. Yeah. And I'll put a little plug in here. There's kind of a mini forum on the podcast page. Um, we haven't got a lot of movement there yet, but um, I encourage you if you all want to participate in anything related to the podcast, ask questions or suggest guests or even put yourself forward to be a guest. There is a forum that's specific to the Muse Views podcast on the left-hand side of that podcast page. And we'll put a link to that in the show notes. So Alicia, I talked about using search to find information in the forums, which is a great tool, but also when you use the search on the website, it, it pulls up basically any keywords throughout the entire resource section. So whether that's a, a past Muse Inspire PowerPoint or a recorded webinar or you know some document that someone's uploaded is around a policy or whatever. So Kind of go through the resources tab there on the website and just tell us what different offerings there are. All right, TJ. So the resources section of the Muse website is just filled with anything that you might need, really. I, I find myself there a lot of times during the day and guiding people there to locate resources. <laughs> That's where we store, like you mentioned, all of our past conference archives. And we do record sessions at the conference. 
So you might click there, for example, if you didn't make it to the 2022 Inspire Conference, if you go to that resources section, you can click on that archive button and it'll pull up all of the PowerPoint presentations. But in addition to that, you can find the sessions that we recorded live at the conference. So you can go back and watch those. And right now we have all the way back to 2018 conference. So if you wanted to go back and say, you know, I attended the 2019 conference and I was in this session. I don't remember what it was. Well, that's where you can find that information. It's all right there. And the same thing with all of our webinars or even our product showcases. We've got them all archived there under that resources tab. So if you attended a fantastic webinar, but your coworker was out that day, you can go right back there and share that with your coworker, and then they can get that same benefit to go back and watch it later. I mentioned earlier our micro learning videos, and this is also where those are housed. So a micro learning video, most of these are around five minutes in length. Some of them are not that long. Some are a little bit longer, but it's where you can get a snippet of information from a presentation. So, for example, some of our presenters at the 2022 Inspire Conference, you know, they had a, an hour session or so that they presented on, but they were able to compress that hour down into about five minutes to hit the high points of what they were going to present about. So it's really valuable if you want to maybe get a high level overview of a particular topic. Again, for example, I know we had a few of our Meditech folks on there and they talked about things like the genomics program. So you can dive more in depth if you needed to, but this gives an overview of that. So again, the resources section, that's where you can find those Muse micro learning videos. Yeah. The Career Center is also housed there. We have a presenter toolkit. If you plan to present, I mean, you wouldn't even just have to use it for Muse, but if you plan to present at a conference, we've got a handy little toolkit we've put together there with tips and tricks and templates and different information that you might need if you're a presenter who's beginning presenting. We've also got information there about our accreditation. Muse is an accredited provider of education for the American Nurses Credentialing Center, or ANCC. So Muse can offer continuing education for nurses and professional development. You can find more information about that as well under this resources tab. But what that basically means is that every year Muse offers education either through webinars or live events like the Inspire Conference or sometimes our um, CPGs. If you attend a session there and you're a nurse looking to get more CEs, you can get those through Muse because we are accredited as a provider. We also have a partnership with HIMSS where we're able to provide continuing education. And then we have a partnership with the pharmacy accreditor who we can provide pharmacy education. So you can find that information also in the resources tab. What a great benefit that is to the MUSE membership to, to be able to get those CEs through this organization. Oh, absolutely. It is a benefit. Each year we provide, you know, it varies year to year, but we provide hundreds by the end of the year, we provide hundreds of CEs for our nurses. Awesome. Thanks, Alicia, for sharing that. That's great opportunities for everyone to interact with this. And the nice thing about this is, like we said, it's if you can attend the webinar live, there's a great benefit in that because you can you know, ask questions real time and interact with the presenters. But if you can't, they're recorded and you can come here and you can still get a lot of value of that. 
you know, as we all know, hospitals are crazy places to work and things come up and emergencies happen or auditors show up or, or whatever it may be. So it's really nice to have this out there, this kind of library behind the scenes to come back and get educated on the things you missed or even revisit something that you actually got to watch live and recap on, you know, what was that parameter or how did they do that? And then you can come back and get that information as you need it, which is great. Oh, absolutely. It sure is. So as we kind of wrap up here, you know, you've mentioned the the Muse Ontario event coming up, but it, looking at the website here, it looks like there's some other events coming up prior to that. So tell us about some of the stuff that's coming up very soon. All right. One exciting event that we have been running now, we've done two of them and we've got three more coming up and that's our Tuesday training program. So right now the cycle that we are, or the series, I should say, that we are running is Meditech Expanse 2.2. So every Tuesday we have a webinar and it features some aspect of Expanse 2.2. So our next one is August 30th, and that one is going to focus on clinical ED workflows. And then we've got two more after that one coming up in September. We've got surgical service web workflows, part one, and then part two. So that's that's a really exciting series that we launched again a few weeks ago, just focusing on the differences in Expanse 2.2, some things that have changed, some things that are the same, but it's a way for people to get a look at what this new version looks like. So again, that's a webinar, but it's it's our Tuesday training workshop program. We also have regular jam sessions that you can come together. It's not a formal presentation, but it's really just that a jam session over a particular topic where you can come together and just discuss informally hosted on the the Muse virtual platform with GoToWebinar. That's a really beneficial program that we offer to our membership. So Alicia, if somebody wants to offer something like this, you know, you said you spend a lot of your day looking for participants and trying to get people lined up. But if someone's, you know, just completed a, a project or a really cool way to use the Meditech software or, you know, something like that, that they want to share, what's the best way for them to get information to you and, and get a webinar scheduled or, or be able to uh, participate in a jam session? Well, the best way is just to reach out directly to me or to another Muse staff member. That's the most direct way, the most effective way. But we also have on our website, and I believe it's, yes, it's under our events tab, there is a call for presentations button right there that stays always on the Muse website. If you click that, you can see there that we have a form online, and you can just plug in your information and then click Submit. And then that comes directly to a Muse staff member as well. And then we will work with you to set up your your presentation, however you'd like to present it. Again, you could do an informal jam type discussion of your topic. You could even say, hey, I'd like to host something in person where we can showcase this. And, And again, that's something that then Muse would take those logistics for you. All you'd need to do is have your material ready to share. Muse does the rest. Um, or even a a webinar presentation, however you'd like to offer that. So again, this is housed here on the Muse website under the events tab. You can find that call for presentations, or you can just reach right out to a Muse staff member and say informally, you know what, we just did this and I'd like to share it. How do I do that? And I promise you, I will help you (laughs) figure (laughs) out the best way to share that with the Muse community. Great. Good deal. And we'll, we'll put a link in the in the show notes for your email address and this call for participation page. So 
Perfect. Thanks, TJ. Yeah. Well, Alicia, as we finish up the podcast here, I always like to end with a, you know, a kind of a personal note of something that you're doing in your personal or professional life that you're enjoying, whether it's a YouTube channel or a podcast or something you're doing with your family or anything like that. So share with the listeners something you have going on. One thing, I'll put a little plug in there. I have uh, one of my children, he is a senior in high school and he is in an AP literature class this year. And so I'm a huge book nerd, literature nerd. And so I am going through poetry with him right now and just really enjoying going back and reading a lot of the classics that you read when you're in school and then you kind of don't come back to them again unless you have to maybe. Mm -hmm. So I have been going back and exploring a lot of classical poetry and just really enjoying helping him to, to dig into that and discover the meaning within a lot of that. And then I'm also starting to work on my ultra running program again. About five years ago, I got into ultra running, which is mostly on trails and through mountains. And usually it's more than a marathon. So anywhere from 26 miles up to 100 miles, I'm working on that again. It's a really great way to escape (laughs) and just think about nothing except for uh, one foot in front of the other across yeah, survival <laughs> survival exactly survival but yeah i'm getting back into ultra running i moved away from that for a while and kind of heading back in that direction again there are races that are happening they put them on hold for a while and those are taking place again so cool. spending a little bit of my time working on ultra running awesome well that's that's pretty exciting thank you for sharing that sure Alicia, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you for your 17 years of dedicated service to Muse and the Muse community. And we look forward to seeing what other exciting things are offered, not only the rest of this year, but as, as you know, technology evolves and the needs of the community evolves, I'm sure you'll be right there to meet all those needs. So thank you so much. Thank you, TJ. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate right. it. Thanks for listening to Muse Views. Don't forget to rate and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcast fix. And visit museweb.org for information about Muse.